The Fragile Dance, A Tale of a Unicorn and a China Shop. Chapter 1. The Improbable Intrusion. Life followed a predictable rhythm in the heart of Normalville, a town so unremarkable that even its name was a testament to its ordinariness. The streets were lined with mom-and-pop stores, each a relic of a bygone era where online shopping was the stuff of science fiction. Among these establishments, Mrs. Thompson's China Shop stood as a monument to delicate artistry. It was a sanctuary for porcelain plates, crystal vases, and ceramic figurines, each piece a testament to the craftsmanship of generations past. The townspeople of Normalville had their routines down to a science. Mornings were for coffee at Joe's Café, afternoons for errands, and evenings for family dinners and the occasional town meeting. The most exciting event on the social calendar was the annual bake sale, where Mrs. Henderson's apple pie and Mr. Johnson's chocolate chip cookies battled for the unofficial title of Best Dessert in Normalville. But on this particular day, the tranquility of Normalville was shattered. At precisely 10.37am, just as Mrs. Thompson rearranged a new teacup set, a flash of light filled the shop. When it dissipated, standing amidst the fragile wares, was a creature of legend, a unicorn. Its coat was as white as freshly fallen snow, its mane shimmered like spun gold, and its singular horn spiralled majestically from its forehead. The sight was so astonishing that Mrs. Thompson dropped the teacup she was holding, but miraculously it landed on a pile of feather pillows she had just put on sale. She let out a gasp, her eyes widening in disbelief. A unicorn! In my china shop, this can't be real, she thought, pinching herself to make sure she wasn't dreaming. Word spread like wildfire. Within minutes, the news had reached every corner of Normalville. People left their homes and businesses, gathering outside Mrs. Thompson's shop, peering through the windows in awe and trepidation. Children tugged at their parents' sleeves, asking if they could pet the unicorn, while the adults exchanged worried glances. Mayor Mundane, a portly man with a penchant for bow ties, arrived at the scene, his face flushed from the brisk walk from Town Hall. Good heavens, a unicorn in a china shop? This is a calamity in the making, he exclaimed, his voice tinged with excitement and dread. He looked around, realizing that the town's usual playbook for dealing with disruptions, like when a raccoon got into the library, was utterly useless here. The crowd's murmurs grew louder, a cacophony of disbelief, speculation, and rising panic. Questions filled the air. How did it get here? Is it dangerous? What do we do now? Each query hung unanswered, amplifying the tension that gripped the townspeople. And so, the stage was set. Normalville, a town defined by its predictability, found itself in the grip of an event so extraordinary that it defied all logic. A unicorn, a creature of myths and fairy tales, had inexplicably appeared in the last place anyone would expect. A china shop filled with objects as fragile as the town's suddenly shattered sense of normalcy. Chapter 2. The Reluctant Hero Jack Thompson, no relation to Mrs. Thompson of the china shop, was a man of simple pleasures. 
He found solace in the rhythmic trot of hooves, the smell of fresh hay, and the quiet companionship of horses. A local horse trainer by trade, Jack had a reputation for being a bit of an oddball, albeit highly skilled. His methods were unconventional, but the results spoke for themselves. Horses that were once skittish and unmanageable would become calm and obedient under his care. On the morning of the unicorn's unexpected arrival, Jack was at his stable, engrossed in his daily routine. His phone buzzed incessantly when he was brushing down a chestnut mare named Daisy. Ignoring it initially, he continued his work until the buzzing became too persistent to overlook. Reluctantly, he picked up the phone and was met with a barrage of text messages and missed calls. The news had reached him. A unicorn had appeared in Mrs. Thompson's china shop. Jack was skeptical at first. A unicorn? It sounded like the stuff of children's books and fantasy movies. But as he scrolled through his messages, he realized that the entire town was in a state of upheaval. Photos and videos flooded his screen, each capturing the ethereal creature standing amidst porcelain and crystal as out of place as a bull in a china shop, or, in this case, a unicorn. Jack made his way to the scene, feeling a sense of duty and perhaps a touch of curiosity. The crowd outside Mrs. Thompson's shop had swelled, and Mayor Mundane attempted to maintain some semblance of order. Please, folks, stay back. We're figuring out how to handle this situation, he announced, his voice barely rising above the chatter. Upon seeing Jack, the mayor's eyes lit up. Ah, Jack! You're just the man we need. You know horses, and, well, a unicorn is sort of like a horse, right? Could you get it out of there without causing a disaster? Jack looked at the crowd, their faces mixed with hope and desperation. He felt the weight of their expectations settle on his shoulders. Well, a creature of wonder in a place of fragility, he thought. This is going to be interesting. Taking a deep breath to steady his nerves, Jack approached the shop's entrance. He paused momentarily, glancing back at the crowd and then at Mayor Mundane, who gave him an encouraging nod. "'You can do this, Jack,' the mayor mouthed silently. With that, Jack pushed open the door and stepped into the china shop, leaving the townspeople in a state of anxious anticipation. As the door closed behind him, he found himself sharing the confined space with the unicorn, a creature as mythical as it was mesmerizing and potentially as destructive as it was beautiful. Jack's heart pounded in his chest as he realized the gravity of the task ahead. He was the town's reluctant hero, called upon to navigate a situation as delicate as the china surrounding him. And as he locked eyes with the unicorn, he knew that the next few moments would determine whether he would become a local legend or a cautionary tale. Chapter 3. The Delicate Dance The atmosphere inside Mrs. Thompson's china shop was thick with tension, each second stretching into an eternity as Jack and the unicorn regarded each other. The shop was a veritable maze of shelves and display cases, each filled with delicate items that seemed to quiver in the charged air. The unicorn stood near a collection of ornate vases, its eyes reflecting the intricate patterns painted on the porcelain. 
Jack took a cautious step forward, his boots making a soft sound on the wooden floor. He was acutely aware of the fragility of his surroundings, each step a calculated risk in this high-stakes dance. His eyes never left those of the unicorn, searching for a sign, a hint of temperament or mood. He saw a creature equally curious and wary, its eyes widening slightly as he moved closer. Drawing upon years of experience with horses, Jack knew that sudden movements or loud noises were out of the question. He needed to establish a rapport with the unicorn to communicate his intentions without words. Slowly he extended his hand, palm open, in a universal gesture of peace and goodwill. The unicorn seemed to consider this for a moment, its eyes darting from Jack's face to his outstretched hand. Then, tentatively, it moved closer, and its horn started glowing faintly as if lit from within. Then, as Jack leaned in, the unicorn's entire body began to shimmer and glow brightly. Is that good or bad? Jack wondered. The room held its collective breath, the tension reaching a palpable crescendo. Jack paused, staying as still as the fragile china all around them. The glow subsided, and the unicorn settled. Finally, the unicorn touched its muzzle to Jack's hand, a soft, warm contact that sent a ripple of relief through him. It was a small but significant victory, the first step in a delicate dance that had no room for missteps. Easy there, beautiful, Jack whispered, barely above a murmur. Let's not make this any more complicated than it needs to be. Encouraged by this initial contact, Jack slowly moved his hand to the side, gesturing for the unicorn to follow. To his amazement and relief, the creature complied, taking cautious steps away from the precarious display of vases. Jack led it through a narrow aisle, past a collection of fine china plates adorned with intricate floral designs, each step a triumph of trust over trepidation. As they navigated the labyrinthine layout of the shop, Jack felt a growing sense of connection with the unicorn. It was as if they had found a common language, a silent understanding that transcended the barriers of species and reality. Each successful step bolstered his confidence, but he knew they were not out of the woods yet. One wrong move could still turn this surreal experience into a disaster. Finally, they reached the center of the shop, a relatively open space surrounded by less fragile items, wooden carvings, metal trinkets, and the like. Jack took a moment to catch his breath, his eyes meeting those of the unicorn once more. It was as if the creature acknowledged their shared accomplishment, a brief respite in a perilous journey. But the most challenging part was yet to come. Guiding the unicorn out of the shop, and into the unknown. Jack knew that the eyes of the entire town were upon him, their hopes and fears riding on his ability to complete this delicate dance without a misstep. Chapter 4. The Unlikely Outcome Standing in the center of Mrs. Thompson's china shop, Jack felt a momentary calm wash over him. He had successfully navigated the unicorn through a maze of fragile items, each step a calculated dance that had so far avoided catastrophe. But the final act of this surreal drama was yet to unfold, and it promised to be the most challenging of all. 
Jack reached into his pocket and pulled out a halter, a simple piece of equipment that had served him well in his years as a horse trainer. It was made of soft, durable leather, designed to provide control without causing discomfort. As he held it up, he wondered how the unicorn would react. Would it understand the purpose of the halter, or would it see it as a threat? With a deep breath to steady his nerves, Jack moved closer to the unicorn. He moved slowly, deliberately, his eyes locked onto the creatures as if seeking permission. The unicorn regarded him with what seemed like cautious curiosity, its eyes reflecting the myriad colors of the china surrounding them. Gently, Jack placed the halter over the unicorn's head, taking care to avoid its spiraling horn. He adjusted the straps, ensuring a snug but comfortable fit. Then he attached a lead to the halter, a lifeline that would guide them through the final leg of this improbable journey. The townspeople outside could only guess what was happening within the confines of the shop. Their faces were a mix of hope and anxiety, each person projecting their fears and wishes onto the unfolding drama. Children clung to their parents, their eyes wide with awe and apprehension. The elderly whispered prayers, their hands clutching rosaries and good luck charms. Mayor Mundane paced nervously, his eyes darting from the shop's frosted windows to the crowd and back again. He felt the weight of the town's collective emotions bearing down on him, a burden of leadership that had never felt heavier. As the minutes ticked by, each stretching into an eternity, he wondered what would become of Normalville if things went awry. Would the town ever recover its sense of normalcy, or would it forever be defined by this extraordinary event? Finally, the door to Mrs. Thompson's china shop creaked open. Jack emerged, holding the lead attached to the halter that now adorned the unicorn. The crowd fell silent, their eyes fixed on the tableau before them. It was a moment frozen in time, a snapshot of a town and its people teetering on the edge of wonder and disaster. Jack looked at the faces in the crowd, their expressions a mirror of his own emotions. Then his eyes met those of Mayor Mundane, who gave him a nod of approval, tinged with a hint of awe. It was as if the entire town held its breath, united in anticipation. Here goes nothing, Jack thought as he took hold of the lead, ready to guide the unicorn through the fragile labyrinth before them. And with that first step, they moved forward, leaving the door ajar and the outcome unwritten a story whose ending was as uncertain as it was hopeful. And there, our tale pauses on the threshold of possibility and peril. In a world where unicorns can appear in china shops, the line between disaster and wonder is as thin as porcelain and just as easily shattered.